Yeah. So, uh, Islanders winning tonight. Big news. Let's go Isles. Big time. Next game's on Friday night now at UBS Arena. We have a chance. Don't don't call it a comeback. Three to two now. Down Carolina. Happened before, man. It has. I was, they were saying like three and times in the last four years today. or something. Well, I mean, I'm I'm talking just in sports in general, man. Yeah. Happened before. One of actually it happened when we were in college. Remember that? When the Philadelphia Flyers came back and they beat the Bruins. Uh, I think it was the Flyers beating the Bruins. And uh, they were down 3-1, and they came back. Don't they, bring that shit up, man. I mean, the Bruins. You're, was you're okay with me, but, you know, some of our boys back home would not appreciate it. Yeah, it's okay, man. Whatever, dude. They know I'm New York sports around here. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Jeff right now. Jeff hey. just overheating, getting angry at that comment. I'm sorry, Jeff. But the Bruins are sick this year, so he can't get mad. They're, they're like, crushing it, dominating. True. True. They're honestly giving it to to so the Florida Panthers, which is wild because they're a phenomenal team and they're just manhandling them like it's no one's business. So respect. Yeah, respect. they are. They're up 3-1 right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, all great series in hockey in history, I think. Right. Yeah. Best season in history and even the NHL playoffs right now. Huge um, yeah. games and every most series are tied up two, 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 two. like they're all oh, yeah. they're very close. The only ones that were a blowout were the um, uh, what's it called? The Bruins and the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs are giving it to the uh, Tampa Bay yeah, Lightning, which is surprising. Not that surprising because they've been on a downhill. But yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. Crazy to see the defending champs getting smacked. Take it. Yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, so I'm hyped. Stoked. Islanders hockey and, you know, trying to play some some uh, some golf in between here. So it's been nice. I got my. Titleist, my Islanders slash Mets Titleist color appreciation here. Got the Mets logo, but I'm going to stitch an Islanders one on the other side. That so. is dope. It Where is are you dope. stitching on? You going to Lids? Hang oh, on. Yeah, Lids is the premium hat stitch association of America. Okay. So. Sound Canadian, eh? Yeah, if you don't get it stitched at Lids, you might as well just take that Labette blue and shove it, boy, because. Let me tell you. <laughs> Lebet. Yeah. Lebet? Lebet Blue? Um, my accents between the Australian one and the other episode and this horrible French accent. I apologize Dude. to all those foreign people who I am god awful at accents. Yeah, my accent game is horrible terrible fake accents that i love it you know what makes me happy though when you meet like that super foreign guy that has the really funny american accent like he does an american impression and it's usually spot on and it's hysterical and he's he just like <laughs> he's like i fat i eat hamburger you're like <laughs> yeah pretty much that's <laughs> like yeah that's, yeah that's pretty much where we're at dude i'm sitting here <laughs> watching your face do this and hearing your voice and i just i know you were going foreign I picked up on French. Is that where were you going? I don't there? I don't even know, man. That was kind of just like a mix. That was just Take like a, a European, Eastern European guy strolling, you know. Strolling All for his McDonald's got pants on. Likely leather. They like those jeans with the with the white fade. Right. The little yep. laptop satchels. Big around yep. there. Big, big bleached. over there. Little bleach. Mm. Mm. 
Speaking of bleached, um, why does it look like all the greens around me have been bleached green? I feel like everything, they just spray paint it. Like, that's a real thing, that spray painting the green. I mean, uh, what's it called? When we had Ryan on the podcast talking about the Masters, obviously we know they spray Augusta because it's like, you know, Disneyland, but I think they spray a local munis too, man. I think these dudes are just like, yeah, fuck it. We're not going to fix that dry patch. Hey, here's an idea. You can ask them. I could ask them, but then they're going to be offended. They're going to be like, so what do you, what? Dude, you should see the dudes that run the Muni Green at our local golf club here, the state-run golf club of Sag Harbor. It's ran by, like, three old, like, army vets, and they don't fuck around, and they're just, like, nasty at golf. And they just, you know, they just kill it. And there's, like, eight wild cats just, like, running around. It's just, it's a, it's like a free-for-all down there. Uh, not bobcats. No, we don't have those on Long Island. Um, just cats from the streets? Just street cats, you know? Streets in New York. Just tough street New York cats. Yeah. 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 I don't like Ninja Turtles, but with cats. Yo, did you see the uh, new trailer for Ninja Turtles? I did not. I did not. But I did see the Super Mario movie, so I am up to date on my summer cartoon that, yeah. movies. You saw oh, with Caius. Caius and... We dressed yep. up. Oh, I saw. Yeah, Caius dressed up, had the Mario outfit on. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Hey, dude, that, that movie is pretty dope, honestly. It honestly is. I'm waiting for them to do the Mario Golf reboot because they didn't. We saw. I think there's a commercial for it. I think there's a commercial for a Mario Golf reboot. Dude, I've been saying I need to pick up. If anyone's got one, hook me up or or send me a link, man. I'm trying to pick up an N64 for guys. eBay, eBay, and myself, mostly myself. I have one sitting in the room right next to me right now. There's an N64. I'll sitting take it in there. I'm not giving you that. That's my relic. Sorry, Caius. I love you, but Uncle Sherman ain't giving you his prized N64. Dude, I just, I, I want to play, and I need to play the uh, story for Mario 64. That was, and... that was one of the best movies, that, or best uh, games ever, aside from, uh, you know, Donkey Kong 64. You put the Rumble Pack in there. <laughs> First time you experience the Rumble Pack, you're like, this is... Yeah. And then the Tiger Woods games? forget it they had him for gamecube too i was Tiger a gamecube guy oh gamecube yeah i used to dice a little bit with uh dave mira BMX. my parents didn't love me so they bought me a gamecube instead of a playstation or an xbox so <laughs> and speaking of tiger woods between that uh the reboot that he's doing of the tiger woods game and he's doing his mini golf courses all across my parents went to one and they had a great time. They were in Florida on their little vacation doing leisure, and uh, they went to the Tiger Woods, whatever, putt and chip place down there, and uh, they had an amazing time. Yeah, and they said it was, like, awesome sports TVs in the inside. It's like a sports bar. You get to hang out. You can drink, do your little thing. Dude, they said it was a great time. Never happened. This never happened. Oh, it's never happened? Oh, never happened. Brucey. Dude, didn't take anything. Yeah. No proof. Yeah, Bruce isn't the best golfer. Uh, so I think my mom actually provided the evidence of the day. She was kind of sinking putts, but I don't think my dad did very well. Um, the couple they went with, I think, did better because I think they actually go fairly, fairly often. True. Yeah, you know, speaking of mini golf, went on a bachelor weekend uh, to Gatlinburg this past weekend. Mm. And I am happy. Is that Tennessee? Where is it? Yes. Yeah. 
I thought and so. I'm stoked. Geography. I know. Look at you, man. You got a little bit of knowledge in there somewhere. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, no, but I'm I'm stoked to say that mini golf and the classic game, American game of putt putt, is still alive and well there, dude. They have oh, yeah. probably a hundred mini golf places between Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg. It's unreal. So Tennessee is the spot. <laughs> if you want, if you if want, you want to go with the boys and play like three hundred and eighty, whatever the math works out to, <laughs> holes of mini golf at different places, that is the place to go. That would be a good bachelor party, like getting one of those, like you know, cat, like the the drunk limousine things, and then just hop, instead of bar hopping, you're doing mini golf hop. It's amazing. I mean. I'm sure you could have a good time. That's not what we did. <laughs> no, but that's amazing. But you did part of that. That's awesome. There were. Yeah. <clears throat> that's great. That's mini golf's always a good time. They have a good local one here. Shout out in Montauk to Puff and Putt. Classic Ooh. name. Shout out to the Coochie family who has been running the place for over 40 years. The Coochies. And uh, the course Coo-coo. is sick. Course is sick. They have a bunch of little obstacles. You can rent. <laughs> paddle boards and kayaks and there's a lake it's on a lake in lake montauk and you can do a little like you know boat around a little putt around it's so nice that looks or sounds dope yeah it's awesome you can do mini golf that and then they have an arcade upstairs mine. so that was like what we used to do Actually, when we were kids you do the arcade upstairs try to win the prizes and when you lose you go down play mini golf and then you do the little paddle paddle boat thing freaking epic and it was our, our whole yeah, childhood that's sick and they were famous for their 18th hole. You know, Millis Mini Golf is they have the like the 18th hole thing. They have their 18th hole, and it's like a pop uh, Popeye cartoon, and he's talking shit to you. And you can um, die, clown. Yeah, and you got to hit it up this like flat. It's like a double. It's like a straight, uh, like thin narrow path, but then it elevates to another thin narrow path, and then it elevates to another one. So it's like a up elevated like putting surface, and you have to go all the way up straight up. You can win a game pretty easily if you're a good putter, but I've won a you know a few free games in my day, but I actually have one sitting in my truck right now, and they never expire. So like I won it like <laughs> 15 years ago, and I went by. I was Sick, like, dude. "Hey, can I still use that?" And she was like, "Absolutely, bring it in. It's the same card." I'm like, "Epic." <laughs> you wear it on a chain around your neck. I guarantee it. Why do you give me? That's the proudest thing in your life. Good for it you, is. Buddy. Oh, it makes sense though. I'd be so stoked. It's a great spot. I've man. Never, I've never even used that. There's another place in town too. There, uh, this place called the Clubhouse. They do they do mini golf. It's a little more simplistic there. It's more kind of just like simple mini golf, but it, they do a little fun one too, and it's pretty cheap. So, it's but there's some mini golf options out here, and then they have one in Southampton near us. But so yeah, Long Island East End got a couple options, but nothing like Tennessee where there's a million. Good for you, dude. I, I was just it was awesome to see it, to be honest, because uh, around Cincinnati, man, it, it died. There's not much, but you have a lot of golf. We have a lot of golf. You have a shitload of golf, I feel like. Many golf, man. I remember, like, traveling around the U.S. and, you know, in the late 90s with the family, early 90s, too, Mm. especially going down in, like, the south, going down to Florida, visiting family. Like, Mm. that's something we always did when we were down there. We'd go around and play. I remember playing, like... Because everybody uh, can do it. Yeah, and there would... But there would be, like the row of them you know what i mean one after another different theme you have like the pirate right it was like a family owned ship, joint like people just decided cave. yeah oh man Al- alligator alley you got like you know 
Come pet an alligator. <laughs> you know, everything looks like, like old pie. Florida just shat everywhere, basically. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's hilarious. But yeah, yeah, man, it was sweet. It was a it was a nice old bachelor party with uh, you know, some guys that I never really hung out with, but the whole crew was awesome. And uh, you know, now we're bonded for life. Yeah, dude, the batch bros. <laughs> it was sick. We went on a a hike up in the mountains. Uh, actually turned south pretty quickly. I uh, hope this kid is doing all right. But uh, it was like a bear grill like seven years old and under this bluff. I guess he like was running and tripped and like fell down this pretty rugged area, um, like 20, 25 feet. Hit some rocks and. Uh, the crew that I was with, there was a number of like doctors or like an ex nurse. So like, okay, got a probably crew. the best crew that could stumble upon this basically. Sure. And um, yeah, one of the guys checked him out that we were with and, you know, sent him on his way, way but he was uh, pretty beat up. And then we hiked up the mountain a little ways cause no one had service. Mm. Uh, called in, you know, 911, made sure that someone could meet those guys down the hill or wow. not even the hill, the mountain. Um, but yeah, dude, that was insane. <laughs> wow. Little, little craziness on that little. Wow. It's just crazy, man. But, you know, it just goes to show you, like, I mean, you got to take that shit pretty serious when you're up there. I, that's why I don't like, you know, on a bunch of all these hikes and camp stuff you really like you said you got to be careful you got to plan that shit out well yeah it's not I like mean, going golfing on. and you're like hey, i'm sitting in a cart and everything's great it's like now nah, when you're camping and hiking and you don't know the area and you're like new to a place too that's the worst feeling if you get caught in a scenario it's like dude yeah worse i mean they they had like an hour hike down the mountain uh you know so that you know the father would have to carry the kid and um luckily there there was a couple other people that were going down the mountain that had medic you know some type of medical experience uh, so yeah. they walked with them but otherwise we probably would have just given the guys that were with the crew you know what i mean did you guys uh, do any golfing on the trip no no i mean the, the crew that i was with you know uh a lot of them aren't big golfers which is totally totally. Well, you said fine. doctors you know and medical mean? people, they don't have fucking time to golf. <laughs> no, <laughs> man, there's <laughs> fucking saving lives, bro. Yeah, that shit <laughs> takes like four hours a day. Nobody yeah, can handle yeah. can use hey, it. No, I totally get it. You know, I talked to I talked a little golf with a number of them, but uh overall that wasn't like a priority of the weekend, which is totally fine. But you know, we had a great right. time. Had some sky bars, uh, you know. I still hit the greens, if you know what I mean. So, <clears> you know, I'm still uh Pulling out the uh, old nine iron and oh, taking a whack oh, here and there. Oh, oh, oh. There it is. That's uh, and be sure when you're not playing golf, you get your garage practice. Have you transitioned your garage golf game to be a little more formal? How have you transitioned? Because you've switched courses. Brendan, if the listeners don't know, moved into a fancy schmancy new mansion, <laughs> and Hardly, he bro. has a monstrous 40,000 square foot garage, which he now has a... Hey, go ahead and give him my address. Yeah, his address is 1234 Go Fuck Yourself Avenue. And Appreciate yeah, that. He's a big garage in there. And he's... Tell us about the new setup, dude. How's the new garage? Nah, dude, I honestly, I don't have clearance in the new garage, just given the style of home, which is totally cool. 
it's unfortunate. It took a, a few weeks for me to kind of get over that, but uh, I got a putting mat in my basement and kind of my so you got my, your putting mat, quote unquote, layer here. But yeah, dude, that's actually helped my game a, a little bit. I've lost everything <laughs> between any type of wood up to driver. I cannot hit. But uh, is it just because your lack everything of playing? Else is pretty like solid. the lack of consistency? It's lack of consistency, or what? What's the reason you think? Or do you're just trying to work on too many things, or what? Oh, dude, it's all of the above. To be honest, I mean, I don't get out, you know, to hit the driving range as much as I'd like to. Um, and when I do have an opportunity to get out, I, you know, I just want to play. You know what I mean? And it's hard to work on your game when you're playing and, and trying to score low but we still do it everyone does it do they have uh, a local pass like where you can get like unlimited range session for the whole season and then you can just stop like 15 well, sure. minutes before work or something or like 15 minutes after work like kind of steal hideaway you know kind of make I mean, the time i could probably do something like that but you know what i mean it's just like if i'm gonna get out i just love playing you know yeah um but with that said no, I mean, I know what my issue is, man. I talked about it a little bit last week was just like, I, I kind of hit those those clubs a little steeper than I should, you know what I mean? And right. I, I kind of hit them like I do my irons and I hit my irons fairly decent. Not always well. I still shank it here and there, you know, like sure. everyone. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's definitely my stronger part of my game is my irons. And I just struggle to, you know, vary my my swing and tailor it to uh those longer clubs i don't know why that's honestly me me right now too i my chips my wedge game is fantastic right now and i can putt pretty well and get it really close to the hole but my drives have been off and my like high irons like my you know my six sevens or sorry my five sixes yeah, my four five six irons are just like totally shot trying to use them it's like I'm just not hitting them well. I'm I'm getting not not good contact, and I don't know what the heck it is I'm doing wrong that's so different from my seven iron, or what feels so much different comfortability wise than that seven iron or eight iron. But it really does make the biggest difference having that weird degree difference. Strange. Do you account? I mean, like, so what do you account for? Like the type of grass, the wind, like if it's in your face, the I don't way even, the green's I've never, going. To be honest, I've never do really you account accounted for your hair. <laughs> What's that going to do? I put my hair up when I'm playing. Usually I never keep my hair down when I play. I can't do the Tommy Fleetwood thing. It's too fucking hot in Florida to keep your hair down like this. And even even in the summertime anywhere, even if it's up, up northeast here, it's just too fucking hot and annoying. So I can't do the Tommy Fleetwood. I put my hair up and it looks like a messy Japanese wild fucking bun, um, like a samurai bun. And then I go out there and smack the ball around. But I feel like my technique when I'm, doing my chips like i've learned a lot and zach has helped me a lot with like you know lining up my face properly and and closing the club face like and and not hitting it so open and like tightening up these little things and like being flat instead of like angled like this with my iron i'm flat you know it's like coming through straight you know kind of like these little tips that are really helping me with my wedges and chips but i try to apply similar knowledge to my irons but it's it's like almost like each, you know, and it's not almost, it is. Each facet of the game requires a completely different technique. So like my chips, as I get better in my chips and my wedge game, it's like I'm losing ground in my middle game, in my irons, and then my drive kind of goes completely to shit unless I have a nice... I've basically given up on hard swinging my drive at this point until I get proper lessons by somebody who can teach me how to really drive. Because yeah, you got to be careful hard swinging. 
I'm not like I'm I'm just taking like easy fucking light crispy swings now with the driver if i have my because that driver is big and powerful enough to where even if i do a lighter swing it's still going God, 180 powerful. almost 200 yards so it's not gonna like so affect big. me as much if i can just get a light swing <laughs> <laughs> no i feel you i feel you um yeah that's one thing that i i've been trying to work on and it's bringing me back a little bit into a little more consistency is like slowing that swing down and just trying to just get it out there and not really, you know, bomb it or anything like that. And I'm still struggling, but it's definitely kind of rain rained in <laughs> what was otherwise left, right, center in the ground. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's harder for a guy like you that's more athletic and, and athletically able. And like somebody who's played sports competitively, it's harder for a guy like you to tone down your swing and the power in your swing to be patient enough to like learn the mechanics because you're so, cause you, cause you're like this, you know, you know, you're like a powerful athlete. You're like, no, I can, I can swing it full, <laughs> but it's like, but it's different. It's like golf is like, you have to have that. Like, am I wrong there? I feel like that <laughs> is like, sometimes I would see that too. Like it's hard as an athletic person to like tone down that. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you talk me up like I'm something special, and I'm not. But you know, <laughs> no, but you're, you've always been a very athletic person, whether basketball or well, I, whatever, yeah, golf. Or I mean, or, I appreciate that. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, no, I mean, I've been lucky enough to just kind of pick up sports rather naturally, um, which has always been a gift, and and it's been pretty cool. And I'm lucky in that sense. But uh, golf is by far the hardest sport I've ever played in the sense that, like if I connect on something, I, I can naturally, you know, if I could figure it out, I could probably pick it up and be good at it faster than most people. Right. Um, but it's not been that for me. And, and, and most of it's been because I haven't played enough. You know what I mean? I sure. wish I played when I was younger. I wish I got more into it at, at a younger age. And even, you know, after college, when I had all the time in the world, um and now i don't which is, it makes it more difficult but like i've kind of become addicted to it just because it is difficult and it like i i just want to go back because like i've hit that one good well, shot it's you versus yourself that feeling you know like paul said it's you versus yourself you know it's oh, yeah. you it's there's not that's why it's so frustrating because you is like this great athlete you can just stare at this ball and it's like there's nobody in front of you there's no defense there's no like, yeah, there's obstacles, but there's no like, there's nobody in your face waving while you're trying to shoot. It's like just you in the open road and right. you have clearance and it's just like you're in control of your own destiny. And that's what makes it the most frustrating because it's there's nobody like in defense, you in basketball, you could be like, oh, they played really good D that night. And, you know, I just couldn't break through like that's what it is. But but golf, you can't say any of that unless it was like horrible weather or like some kind of super obscure thing that's happening to prevent you from playing well but it's 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 you and yourself out there and that's right. that's what's difficult for an athlete to comprehend on that you know yeah yeah and you were talking about like <clears throat> it's hard to tone something down it is but it's like not even a conscious thing that i'm like oh no fuck it dude i just want to rip at it like i mean maybe on like the 18th hole you know most people usually do like hey let's just try to bomb it on the 18th you know what i mean it's right. the last hole of the day sure but uh no i mean i i really don't even do that i even tell myself uh you know don't swing hard and then you just i don't know it, you kind of just get in your mind and that back yeah, well, that's what i'm saying it's harder for you naturally it's adrenaline and yeah yeah, yeah it's na more natural but um 
you know, like me, I don't even care we'll if I hit it hard at this point. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to soft swing everything. If I soft swing my seven and it goes 40 yards or 30 yards shorter than it's supposed to go, hey, at least it went straight and I'm up there kind of, and then I can get yeah. that second shot on. So like, and that's that's the that's beauty the of golf thing. too. You can work yeah. your own game and learn your own game and then kind of play your own game and still right. keep a good score or keep a lower score. A hundred percent. And yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I've gone multiple, multiple rounds in a row if I'm playing for money or or if I'm just really trying to score as best I can, where I don't pull any woods out. I don't pull a driver out. I just I'll, sure. I'll hit a four iron all day off the tee if I have to on every hole. Right. Just play uh, it just smooth so and easy. Don't try it, to test your game. Yeah. Right. And that way, too, I mean, I, I usually hit those fairly decent. But let's say I don't. Let's say I have a miss hit or something like that. It's not going to go 40 yards into the woods you know what i mean like sure it you know if i miss where your driver's gonna kill you over in the rough yeah because i have so much you know potential distance if i hit it straight if i don't and i you know power slice it or if i you know get you know it's it's gonna go but it's going in the wrong fucking direction (laughs) you know what i mean speaking of obstacles and shit going in the wrong direction what about the tournament the freaking mexico championship coming up this weekend friggin the boys, little Tony Finau, John Rahm, the defending champ in it. That's a it's a great tournament, man. This is this is one of my favorite tournaments, to be honest, in the beginning, because it's like kind of right before it all really kicks into high gear for the golf season. And it gives these young guys, these young bucks, the rookies. And now that live is separated and splintered the league. It now gives this tournament a lot of interesting character because you brought in a lot of young, fresh talent mixed with some of these guys. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a bloodbath. It's not going to be some easy walk in. Okay. Oh, you know, whatever. John Rom might have to come in swinging to fucking to keep this thing. Or Tony might have to come in swinging to, you know, I picked Doug Gim. Shout out to Doug Gim. GSE, baby. I I picked Doug Gim. Damn. That's my winner this week. dude. He's always a sleeper for us. Sleeper. And and this is his course. He likes this course. Yo, I got a fucking cough. Hold on a sec. Hey, man, you cough. While Brennan's dying, the podcast is brought to you by this PGA beer that I'm drinking um, by Sailfish Brewing Company out of Florida. It's the Southern um, Pale Ale, PGA Pale Ale, and it's pretty delicious, I will say. If you were to make me rate it one out of five, I would give it a solid 3.75. Like on the high end, like on untapped, you know, I'm giving it pretty, pretty solid for a light beer. That's pretty solid. No IPA rating on over four. You know, we can't do that, but pretty solid. Brendan's back from choking. What's hey, up, Brendan? man? I, I almost died randomly, dude. Something got me. An invisible spirit of some sort. Ghost. Um, but do you think Rom can do it? it? I mean, obviously he can. <laughs> um, I think he'll give it a run uh he what he's had a week off right yeah do you think you lose that pressure though i always think that like when you win the masters or something big like that like do you does it deflate your fire like do you get like is that like the pinnacle and then it's like man you blew your load early for the season now everything's gonna feel like nothing you know no i i don't and especially not in golf because i mean yes like the masters is the fucking masters and it's you know the first big big tournament aside from the players right um so after that you're like okay maybe there's not another masters but at the same time 
there are other majors. You know what I mean? So right. I, you're not, I, I yeah, think it's not there's there. still pressure on him. Um, do I think he puts as much pressure on himself to win each week uh, outside of the following majors that are coming? No, uh, but I do think he wants to win. Obviously. Can I ask a follow -up? I think it's just more, you know, a tune-up type thing. He's figuring things out. Let me give you a follow-up. What if it's not, it's not even about that as much as it's about the legacy, right? Because he wants to leave behind. Like, what would have happened if Tiger didn't? Children. Well, like, what didn't? What would have happened, right? In golf, think about this. What would have happened in golf if Tiger? didn't leave behind this massive just like dominating legacy as powerful as it was like a guy like John, like did he almost leave too good of a legacy for any player to even like give a shit on that same level? Like, or cause I feel like John Rom right now in his head, isn't thinking every day, every minute of every day being like, I have to chase tiger. I have to chase tiger. I have to win. Now I have to win all these majors. Now that I won the masters, I have to follow this up with this legacy of for the next three years to like, kind of give my name in the tiger ring. You know, like I feel like he's really the originator of that. And that, and, and without that, would you have had these golfers be more fueled to like, or, or would they have been more fueled if they know the, the milestone is more reachable? Is it so out of reach that it's like, fuck it? You know what I mean? Or, I mean, and I don't know if this is the answer. I'm just thinking this way. Right, I'm asking what your thoughts if, on it, yeah. Well, yeah, and I'm just also saying, what if this was a different scenario? Tiger's so far out of reach that anyone else that just has a pretty awesome career or, you know, nice career for an average fucking human being because tiger is not superhuman right? uh would just be on their own level in history sure you know what i mean right maybe if tiger never happened maybe anthony kim actually would have done something you know what i mean <laughs> that would have been right. sick if he came back i i know his story but um yeah it, you know it's crazy to, to think about if that he comes back that'd be awesome like think that legacy though, like it's just crazy to think. Like even Rom having such a good year, like even if he wins the next four tournaments, like he's not even gonna hold a candle to what Tiger did, even close. And it's like Scotty tried to do it last year. It's like oh, everybody was like all on Scotty, 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 Scotty. Yeah. He's the best. He's the greatest. Everything's great. Like okay, that's great. Now it's like the buzz is even faded. Now it's like all right, John Rom, John Rom, John Rom. It's like that buzz is gonna fade too. Like Tiger was the only thing that was like that talked about for that long consistently for that many years just boom boom, boom. oh for sure you know? no he is i mean and at least in my opinion even outside him not having the most majors one um, at least not yet you never i don't know you never know maybe he finds a tournament down the road like we were saying that was just perfect for him and sure turned out to be a major and somehow he scrambled through it and made it um but i don't know like Jack Nicholas, you know, people would say that Tiger was the better golfer just from like a statistic standpoint. His win percentage is absolutely fucking insane. Right. Um, but maybe another guy just has a nice career that turns out. He I hope. How ends up with, you know, 10, 12, 13 majors. You know what I mean? I hope Not it's like I, Matt Fitzpatrick, man. I hope it's a kid like that that's just like comes out be. blazing we and just longevity with him. Right. Longevity. He's a longevity golfer. I mean, that's and the and just to talk about this weekend specifically, Mexico, there's obstacles there, a lot of sand. Um, I know that it's a resort course, so it's generally on the the fair side to like play with. Like it's not some Augusta level undulated craziness. You know, it's it's 
it's a it's a good course to have a fair shot kind of for anybody to win. I think that it's going to yield a fun weekend of golf, to be honest. It's going to be <laughs> Dude, a good one. It just, it, you're excited about this uh, tournament because you're just trying to s- kind of scope it out. you got your travel agent checking it out just in case. Yeah, just in case Good Lives Golf has a sponsorship, we're gonna. We're, this is the only tournament I'm really dying to do because you know it's a nice Caribbean vacation, Mexico vacation. That would be your dream would would go to the Mexico Open and just buffet it up. Buffet, free buffet, Buff, free buffet. Y'all got them mini taquitos. I love them taquitos. <laughs> y'all got them. I love them taquitos. Y'all, y'all got the beef and cheese. I seen them at the. At that Seven Eleven down the road, there they're delicious. Y'all make those. <laughs> Be the oh sir, God. sir. Can you please get the fuck out of the clubhouse? Thank you, sir. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so oh, what's on the game plan hilarious. for the weekend, B? What's on the weekend plans? I'm actually going to go to Blue Ash Golf Course tomorrow. Uh, do a late, late afternoon nine with a couple guys from work so we'll check nice little work around on there yeah yeah i wish we made some friends with the work golf crew what's that that's rare rare to like actually make golf friends with the work crew that's that's pretty legit that's nice hey man you know people like to golf and i'm down to golf with them you know what i mean there you go whatever you can do to get out there is key whatever i can do that is okay with you know the wife and family it's true it's true and that I'm okay with doing, you know what I mean? I still want to be home. Yeah, exactly. And and sometimes you bring Caius along for the little golf trip. It's fun. Dude, this is fucking hilarious. So he has. He's gone out with me a few times, and he's loved it. But I think more so he's just loved running around and, like, seeing creeks and shit like that. You know what I mean? He's just, he's a little kid. He's excited. Well, that, dude, you know? it's a golf course. It's like a giant playground. You oh, fucking, there's everything. I mean, it, it's even like a for Disney me, World. I think it's one of the more beautiful places you could be. Um, so he's gone out with me, but about a week or so ago, uh, we had a family a friend come into town or family cousin or something like that. Uh, excuse me. But anyways, they had a little girl and they were also kind of like trying <laughs> to get along and asked Caius hey, do you play any sports? And Kaiser was like, yeah, I'm a golfer. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. so funny. He, he just asked the guy, what's your handicap? <laughs> yeah, what's, your, what's your handicap, bro? And, and he hey, answers. Bro. He's like, he's like, oh, I think I'm like a 12. He's like, weak, bro. That shit's weak. <laughs> Dude, I'll play you straight up right now. 18. One Let's chip. Go. Give, me, give me my little Debbie plastic putter. No, he's got a legit, he's got a legit little set, man. No, I know he. Kai, so Brennan's son actually has a legit ass set, and eventually we're gonna get him a Good Lies Golf sponsored golf bag, golf set. <laughs> that would be dope. We will, guys. We will be having merchandise very soon, like very, very soon. Talking to the merchandise people as we speak. All the people are being talked to. All the people Every are being talked to. All the business executives, the very important. Even the accountant, we're talking accountant. to them. Executive, no, we let the accountant out because he's mad about how much money we're spending. We have them doing so many TPS reports. TPS reports, double sided with the plastic sheet on top. Extra staplers. Extra staplers. Just in case. Just in case. And that concludes another valuable episode of Good Lies Golf. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. I think it's closing. That's it, guys. Yeah. Closing. Put away the alcohol or whatever the lyrics are. We're too old now to remember that shit. 
No, I don't remember the lyrics, but I do remember the 90s having some great fucking music. Shout out to the 90s music. That's our final note. Bring Listen that more shit 90s back, music. Dude. Bring it back. Some stained. Enough Ish. with just the pop dance music. Enough. Heartfelt. Enough of that stuff, shit. Yeah. All right, well, yeah.